like a love bite. It wasn't like a love munch. Mm -hmm. It was like an ouch. <laughs> Yes, we are separated because of the pandemic, and to be Woo. safe, we are remote recording in a very unique way. <laughs> yes. Um, which means that you are at a new layer, the new ghouls yeah. layer. I was told not to look at the camera too much because I usually just look at Gabe's beautiful face, but no longer can. Life <laughs> is sad. So I'm going to look yeah. at kitten instead. So I'm just going to look like off into the distance and it's going to yeah. look really like emotional because one <laughs> kitten's adorable and two, I miss you. Yes. It's, it's funny because Charlie is also trying to get involved in this recording. I think she yeah. thinks whenever I'm alone in a room and I'm like talking because I'm talking to people that she can't see, she thinks uh -huh. I'm talking to her. That sounds right. <laughs> I feel yeah. like a cat's vanity uh, is large enough to always think that if anyone's ever talking, it's to them. <laughs> exactly. They're like, okay, you, this is time for attention now. Mm -hmm. I must obey. Yeah. Um, so expect that uh, we'll weirdly be looking at the camera and not looking at the camera. And also our cats are going to be involved because they think it's time for them. I'm just uh, making really <laughs> weird faces into the camera. So I hope that like just really listener, I hope that you just feel the connection of weird. Yes. We always tell listeners to check out the for you, YouTube. Oh, I'll reach for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so virtually, uh, remotely, I guess, we are continuing our queer horror series. Um, we have five amazing episodes, so we've done two, because uh, December is long. <laughs> Just like this year has been for us, um, it is incredibly long. So um, today we're actually going to be talking about a film uh, that is foreign, again, like Thelma, uh, mm -hmm. but this time we are Brazilian. Yes, we're talking about Good Manners, which yes. is... I guess an interesting name for it because I didn't get that like I guess yeah. like I societal pressure but like I was like why is it named this and I'm sure there's reasons but um it's super true is I was like huh <laughs> I don't understand it's like werewolves being bad manners and it's like a critique on werewolf life or no but yeah maybe good it's manners. like a critique on how to be a mom or woman oh yeah no there you go you got it you're always the smart one, so. <laughs> Trying. <laughs> yeah. But Good Manners is from 2017, so somewhat recent. Uh, and it's Clara, a lonely nurse from the outskirts of Sao Paulo, is hired by mysterious and wealthy Anna as the nanny for her unborn child. The two women develop a strong bond, but Faithful Night changes their plans. It's directed by Marco Dutra and Juliana Roja. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, 
I was in my investigation into this film was reading about how they had a film before this Mm -hmm. um, in 2011 called Hard Labor, which is about a couple that buys a grocery store and spooky stuff happens. Weird stuff happens. So very interesting. That's what I want to happen when a grocery store owns when I'm when I own a grocery (laughs) store one time in life. Yeah. If I own any type of store, I want it to be spooky. Mm -hmm. Like needless things. Right. Isn't that what it's called? Needful, needful things yeah. <laughs> the opposite <laughs> i mean they were needless like they didn't actually need those things yeah they thought they did um, but yeah, that's exactly. besides the point okay why are you telling yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um they are skilled storytellers um in you know weaving together like this kind of art house unique way of presenting information as well as like having kind of spookiness but it was, mm-hmm. it was never really like fear like it's not scary it's more like you're concerned Uh (laughs) and like graphic things happen it has really honestly like phenomenal graphics so like there's a part where um there is a flashback to what had happened and why this woman is pregnant yes Um, that was from like the and it was so cool um (laughs) but i remember saying like oh it's because they want to save on cg and not do this like transformation, which we'll explain what that transformation is. Um, but then later we get those transformations and they were so good. I really enjoyed them. Cutest I was like, we need to werewolf baby. Like, <laughs> yes. The, uh, I really wanted them to um, like send clips to the FX cre- uh, creators react YouTube mm. channel. Cause they always like do really cool stuff like that. I was like, I bet they would love this. Yeah. Um, but I digress. This story is <laughs> about a, a woman, Clara, who is looking for a job mm-hmm. and she decides to be the nanny for this rather wealthy woman, Anna, who is pregnant mm-hmm. and alone. Yeah. Incredibly alone. <laughs> um, yeah. In this luxurious apartment. Like the door is huge. Like I couldn't get over this door. Yeah, you kept saying it was like a nature house. Yeah, it's like you. Have, it's like pushing in, like, like if you lived in a medieval town and you had to like mm-hmm. push in the door to the town, <laughs> like that's what it looked like. But it was her house. Yeah. Um, and it was like, I would say this whole film was unexpected. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a time like, well, like you called I one did. of the scenes, but even that, like, what happens with it, <laughs> totally unexpected. Yeah. <laughs> like, so when that happened, I was like. There is a whole hour of movie left. What are <laughs> yes. they going to do with this whole hour of movie left? Because that at that point, we had watched a decent chunk of the movie. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, this is like the big reveal. This is the end. And then I looked, I was like, there is an hour. What? Like, I was blown away. And then they also like filled the hour. It felt like necessary. So yeah. it was kind of like that wonderful where a movie is really long, but you're like happy that it was kind of like how we had mm-hmm. with Noriah the Curse, where we're like, this mm-hmm. is forever, but it was definitely worth the whole ride. Yeah. Yeah. So this film is like over two hours. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it really like, I never felt like it was two hours. Yeah. Like there, yeah, there are definitely films where you're like, oof. We're still here. Mm-hmm. We're still doing this, like a killer condom. Yep. We're like, does this really they need to keep going? A long time to get to the whole point of the film. Yeah, can we just skip a few parts? No. Um, but this was like, to me, it felt like two stories. Mm-hmm. Like we get like it, this was like a book to me. So we have like part one, 
And part one is, you know, Clara learning to love this quirky and lonely and troubled woman who is Anna, mm -hmm. who has been abandoned by her family because she is pregnant. Yeah. Um, and not by the man she was supposed to marry because he was wealthy. Like she mm -hmm. was just a pawn, right? Like it's clear it wasn't love. Yeah. And so she and and she is really quirky. Like she dresses. I was like, where does she like? Where do you shop for sexy, sophisticated maternity dress? Because uh -huh. like she was, and then she's in her little cowgirl boots, and she yeah. would love dancing to like Brazilian cowgirl music. Yeah, <laughs> she loves horses. Like she's a horse girl. There was, um, as you said, uh, wear horse throughout the entire. Yes, <laughs> I was convinced that she. That she had sex with her horse because she loved it so much, but no, it was a it was a werewolf. See, um, it's just spoilers. like there's like a I have a, a friend that uh, is very into equestrian life, and it's just that's very much like they're very in love, like not in a we're having sex with our horses now, but like in a very like <laughs> like we, this is my child equivalent of yeah. like love, and it's like a very unique like subculture, um, like the equestrian world is like they really care, like they're like it's a very expensive love, but it is mm -hmm. very much in there as worth it and intense and very meaningful. Yeah, my sister um, rides horses, and she has some. And I know that she really loves them. My mom um, used to train horses for the Kentucky Derby for a while, mm -hmm. and there's like she's still like will talk about these horses very fondly, like they were you know pets, like <laughs> like I would talk about my cat Charlie, mm -hmm. right? Like she's like my horse named Move It <laughs> was super mean. No one liked him except for me. Why um, Move or cat, It? Or cat. That is a funny name. <laughs> Well, if you think about the Kentucky Derby, they all have weird names. Oh, that's true. That's true. Right? They always have those strange things, and his name was Move It, because mm. um, he was always getting scolded. And Victoria, I think, has one name like Biscuit or something. That's cute. <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember. I used, She'll get mad at I me. I used to love horses, and then I found out I was allergic like one day. Like, I went to horse camp and everything. Like, I was super into them. And then I, like, one day developed this like crazy allergy to it where my eyes would swell shut when I got my allergy test done it ruined the rest of the allergy test like they had to redo half of my allergy oh. test because my back swelled up to like the size of a baseball because <laughs> they're like wow you're really allergic to horses like you're allergic to a lot of things but extra for horses like don't go near them like horses don't do yeah like don't do that <laughs> one you can't ever have yeah. an equestrian like life Give Aww, up those not dreams that you don't have, but just give them up. You go near them, you're sick. <laughs> I was like, okay. My friend Leia used to ride horses and do like tricks. Mm. She'd do like the jumps and stuff. Um, but we digress <laughs> again. Uh, she likes horses, <laughs> and I made a lot of inappropriate horse jokes. Yes. Um, because she really liked horses. Anyway, <laughs> those silly jokes. So she's very quirky. She does her little like Zumba classes uh -huh. to the really fun music um, and is is lovable. She's yeah. very clearly like someone who's been alone for the majority of her life mm -hmm. and never really had anyone who would stop and like take care of her, or ask her. Mm -hmm. Like when she kind of has that flashback to what had happened to her um, and how she ended up pregnant, like no one was helping her in that. No. Like, where did all her friends go that she was partying with? And then, like, even the padre of the town, like, he didn't do anything. Like, people just shunned her. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and, and the way she accepted it was just like, 
well, yeah, of course. <laughs> to her, it was like, yeah, people just don't do that for me. And yeah. it's like, oh, that's so sad. And then we have Clara, who is also equally alone, mm-hmm. um, who, you know, she goes to this job. She doesn't have any experience like being a nanny. She's worked with kids at like a school or something. She worked took care of her mom, I believe. Oh, yeah. She took care of her, her mom or grandmom. And then she didn't have a reference. So they ended up calling her landlady. Yes. And it was like clear, like, all right, this is over. But then uh, Anna has like this pain and Clara like rises to the occasion immediately. Yeah. And I was saying when we were watching it, when she's like waiting for that, like the first interview to be over, like she's like in the waiting room, which is the mm-hmm. living room. The lady was saying like oh, are you, are you feeling better now? Like, should we call your husband? Yeah. And so my thought was like, she probably like made that up <laughs> or maybe it happens frequently enough that she was like planning for it um, so that she could see how a potential nanny would react. Mm-hmm. Cause of course, uh, Clara rises to the occasion immediately and is like, I will take care of you. And it works out because, you know, the other lady was like very strict, mm-hmm. <laughs> had like, like she was a part of a, a whole team of nannies like like in a company yeah it, it, it seemed um, like she was definitely very much more with like the status quo. and like i think the assumption was that she has this nice house she's pregnant it's like oh where's your husband like your husband would be the one to take it kind of just like devalued her experience and was just like mm-hmm. you only matter in the context of a man yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that's how it works. what are non-hetero um, relationships this nanny does not know <laughs> Yeah, what's a single mom? But also a part of it is that uh, Anna's looking for someone to take care of her. Like, she Mm -hmm. needs someone to take care of her before the baby's even born. So it works out that, you know, Anna does that. Like, you know, or uh, Clara does that. Like, Clara has taken care of people. Mm -hmm. Like, a grown person. So it just works. And so, like, the whole first half is, like, them kind of connecting and, you know, Anna opening up about her neglectful father and her terrible uh, fiancé, ex-fiancé. Mm-hmm. Talking about her birthday, celebrating it alone. Yeah. Trying to buy herself some shoes that no pregnant woman oh my God, <laughs> be the able heels. to wear. Yes. <laughs> and then, like, she ran into that crazy. lady who was supposed to be her friend, and, like, the lady just totally ignored her. So, like, you get this, like, sense that, like, even if she did have friends, they were not real friends. And, you know, mm-hmm. money only does so much, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, it's like, yeah, it's they're her friends until she doesn't have money, and then you're not because mm-hmm. you're not the same person, right? You're less to us um and all while that like just their genuine like attraction to each other and love is growing it's revealed that uh anna's doing some weird things mm-hmm. where she one eats a lot of meat yes she eats a lot of so meat, and then meat. the doctor's like you can't do this it's not healthy you're not allowed to have any meat and she's like i need it then she likes sleepwalks and she does crazy things she like makes out very aggressively with Clara and then bites her. It's questionable. Yeah. Uh, like not in like a love bite. It wasn't like a love munch. Mm-hmm. It was like an ouch. <laughs> it's not a so, love munch. Yep. It's it not was an a aggressive bite. There was no safe <laughs> yeah. word. It was just like, I'm at your face. Yeah. And, it's like, and this is like the first time yeah. that we're making out. Um, and we know that Clara is 
is a lesbian or at least a queer in that like she goes to a bar and is kind of like flirting and getting picked up by this other woman yes um that whole time i was like how do you know uh-huh i don't know like to have such confidence <laughs> like i would be like i don't do, do we are you am i are you a guy am, are you um, yeah. and they didn't have that they just kind of went in it and they were like yeah yeah, I mean, maybe it's like a secret. It's really interesting because it's I, I definitely relate to what you just said. Is like because like you don't know, and it's like oh, I'm a hit on this girl. Like, what if now she thinks I'm weird because she does not roll that way? And it's like yeah, that's fair. It's hard yeah. to tell. <laughs> but and they did a really good job. Mm-hmm. They were just like yeah, um, and it was like get it, <laughs> get it, Clara. Uh, and then she comes out and immediately, like, makes out with this girl who then bites her. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like, and it, it's kind of, like, troublesome. Like, I definitely was worried that we were going to get into Thelma territory of, like, are you doing this as, like, a way of control? Mm-hmm. Like, is this going to be disingenuous? Is it just because you're there? But then as soon as this, like, relationship k- kicked off, I really didn't feel that way. Yeah, I felt like they honestly honestly loved each other Mm -hmm. and cared about each other and like dude i would say top five ever like sex scenes that ever existed yeah i would agree and you're totally right their their relationship like developed very genuinely like yes they had that weird werewolf makeout session but uh who doesn't who hasn't had um but (laughs) i was i remember talking about i was like i'm so thankful that they didn't just leave it at that like that they actually like really character developed and made it like a well-rounded relationship where you get to see them like non-werewolf time make out Mm -hmm. and like yes as you said one of the top five sex scenes yeah which is like when we're talking about queer horror or like especially lesbians Mm -hmm. in horror right like i can think of three lesbian scenes um one is jennifer's body Mm -hmm. which we talked about and how we hated it right like because to me i felt like it was unfounded i felt like needy and jennifer's relationship were really just friendly and if anything maybe needy felt something for jennifer but i did not in any way feel like jennifer ever felt that way and it was just predatory and gross Mm -hmm. um i hated that and it was also like for the male gaze mm-hmm. <laughs> like like that entire movie was yeah. <laughs> so um, it wasn't genuine it very was just fortunate. like this is to show off every like gross male fantasy of women making out not because they like each other but it's because it's for them yeah mm-hmm. right and then there's um Thelma which we just talked about last week mm-hmm. right and so like and those scenes are questionable one because most of them are in her head but then the other ones are like was that consensual Mm -hmm. (laughs) should we feel uncomfortable during that right and then the third one that i can think of is um oh man what is the title of that black swan is that it natalie portman what and mila kunis oh the, the black swan. The, oh, black swan. Yes, I thought you said yeah. wax on, and I was like, "What? <laughs> That's is that a title? That's the new I don't one." Think I've seen that. Oh my gosh! Yes, black swan. Oh, that gosh. is what happened. Black swan. Yeah, and she has that whole like like lesbian scene, which was like whew, a whole time for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, you put Nally Portman and Mila Kunis." Like, yeah, I like understand this also might be for the male gaze, but it's also for my gaze. Unbelievably beautiful <laughs> like, woman. Yes. Say less. Um, but also, it was kind of like she's losing reality, uh-huh. and it, that didn't feel genuine either, because it was like 
does she really care about this person or is this about this or is this about something else like there's too many layers of that film yeah we should probably dissect it someday okay. <laughs> but um i f- i remember watching it and feeling similar to jennifer's body where i was like is this here literally just to get some attention yeah like is this literally like because because i mean you put mila kunis and natalie portman in a movie together where they're like ballerinas so it's kind of expected like is that why it's there (laughs) or is this genuine whereas this one was the first one i've ever seen that was honestly beautiful and intimate and like no holds barred like yeah. it was erotic <laughs> like, yeah. and, and so, it definitely, oof, i was like whoa at no point was i was like this is for men it was like no this is just a genuine like sex time <laughs> and that's yeah. great and, it shouldn't and be because it wasn't the boobs and making out a bunch oh, like yeah. it was literally no like this is what sex is like you would say yeah. it was good yeah because because it wasn't like the traditional like scenes that you would see mm-hmm. with lesbians, right? Like I remember there's a scene in um, Orange is the New Black mm-hmm. where I forget Pusey, like there's a flashback with Pusey where she and her partner tried to do like the scissoring thing and they're like, how does this work? And I was like, that's so funny because no one ever talks about like having those conversations of like, how, where do our bodies go? Yeah. And this was very much like intimate act where they were, pleasing each other uh-huh. like that was just it like there, it, it wasn't gratuitous it wasn't where you're in this weird like angle so that you see the right parts of someone's body like it was literally like you just see thigh yeah. right and it was like the most erotic thigh i've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> no yeah it definitely was yeah so super romantic mm-hmm. um relationship and it, they're immediately like just like in love with each other mm-hmm. like they they are like it, it kind of like feels like they've always been this like mm-hmm. they're just it's natural like yeah. oh we're gonna raise this kid together i was super excited i was like loving werewolf lesbian parents like mm-hmm. family drama <laughs> sign me up uh and then you were like no it's gonna be really bad and i was yep. like no it's not <laughs> i predict. Yeah. i predict i was like gabe i hope they don't but I know that this is going to happen. Um, Like, she's not living to see Werewolf Baby. Like, I've seen Twilight. (laughs) And not that Twilight is the representation of all, like, horror, supernatural times. But that baby is going to claw its way out of her. Like, no doubts. I'm 100% certain. You're like, nuh-uh. It's just they're just gonna no. be happy, and for the next hour, it's gonna be both of them raising this. I was like, no, it's no, it's not. For the next hour, it's just happy times. It's a um, horror movie, and that's not what's happening. <laughs> um, yeah, so it is sad. Sad things happen. Yes. Um, before that, we like we know something's up because um, she. Like, in her – every full moon for four days, she does weird stuff. Like, yeah. she sleepwalks and wanders around and eats meat and bites her lover. And Murders then also cats. eats a cat. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy our um, brain was in the same – like, we said that at the same time. It's just <laughs> cat murder is the most horrifying part of this movie for us because we love our yeah. babies. Yes. It was awful. And, like, there's also, like, a musical – thing that happens like they're singing in like in the yes space. i forgot about that there that are musical happens spots. a few times uh-huh uh, so weird such an interest like it definitely just like 
couldn't pick a genre, but it was fine. Like I was like, okay with that. Um, yeah. One of my favorite things is her telling the story of how she got pregnant with um, this child. And it's a flashback that is narrated by Anna and it is like it's animated uh-huh. in this really cool way. And I was like, what a weird thing to do in the middle of this film. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I'm like here for it. You know what it reminds me of? What? Happiness of the Catacuries. Okay, yes. It's okay. That's definitely yes. Because it has, it's very like artsy. It definitely mm-hmm. has its scary moments, but it's definitely just like storytelling, but in a really like cool way. So definitely yeah. you get that like energy. And we're like, the transformation was really interesting. You definitely see like how they go from like two CG, like how they, it seemed honestly, what this film was to me is if they had the, the first one and the sequel, and then they just made it all one film. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it definitely seems like as soon as, like, the child is born or mm-hmm. made, um, like, it, it borns itself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rips itself out of its mom's body and crawls across the floor. Yeah. And it was like, I was like, oh, no, this is going to be scary. Like, I've seen my fair share of supernatural babies. We all know yeah. the horrifying baby animatronic thing that they made for Twilight. Yes. We have seen the zombie baby from uh, Dawn of the Dead. I do remember zombie baby. Something. Yeah, what a trip that was. Mm-hmm. Continue. There's also a zombie baby in that one zombie show. Not Walking Dead. The other one. With the tiger. Oh. The zombie tiger. Remember that? I know what you're talking about, but I forgot that there was a zombie baby in that. It was like one of the first ones. Anyway. Okay. So we've seen Supernatural Babies. And yes. They're pretty bad. Yes. <laughs> you never love them. You're like, let's put it out of its misery and also our misery. I, as soon as they showed that, that werewolf baby, I was in love and yes. I wanted a werewolf baby of my own. I was like, oh my God, it is so cute. And he was like, he had the umbilical cord wrapped around him, which is the only reason why he did that. Because he was fighting for his life. Yeah. He is a survivor, just like his lesbian moms. And it was like... I was like, you can't be mad at him. You yeah. Can't. Well, because yeah, he only did it because, yeah, the umbilical cord was trapped around its neck. Yeah. And like nothing on mom, but she was also taking a lot of pills that maybe she yeah. shouldn't have taken that many pills. <laughs> well, I think she was taking all those pills because he was he was freaking out. Oh, okay. That makes more sense because she, like, so she was like in pain. That yeah. makes more sense. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. What's yeah, happening? She was why not you, why do you take it, so right? many? <laughs> Too she many like, is bad. Shoot, like she got rid, she like made Clara leave. Uh-huh. And that to me, like if we're talking about werewolves, right? It makes me yeah. think of dogs and how like when Ooh. they know they're going to die, they like go and stay under a tree away from you. Yeah, they're like, I don't so, want you to see. Yeah. Yeah. So I felt like she was like, this pain is not birth. This is death. And so I just can't have her here. I'm going to protect her. Yeah. From what's happening. And so that's what I think happened. Yeah, she seems so not okay. Like she was definitely like seemed on the verge of something bad was happening. Like you could sense that. Mm-hmm. I remember being like, she does not sound happy about this snack she's asking her to get. Like this is yeah. this is weird. Like she, she was desperate. Yeah, you saw like the, her eyes. She, she was a fantastic actor. Both of them were like the character development in this film was fantastic yeah. in that like the acting was great and then you really just like saw the pain whenever there was a moment where that was something and in that moment you definitely saw like the pain in her eyes 
Yeah. There's, um, we get to see, like, so Clara takes care of this baby, and at first I was like, what are you going to feed this baby? You are not lactating. Um, mm. And it reminded me of another film I can't remember, but of, like, a woman who had, like, a de- either a demon baby or a vampire baby or something a similar trauma to your breasts uh situation and i was like why am i living this uh but then we kind of we fast forward in time Mm -hmm. like what seven years yeah i think he was about seven yeah and it's like all of a sudden clara's like number one best mom she's got a cute little hair style she has friends and like a community around her she's like a nurse Mm -hmm. and she's like a good mom and one thing i really enjoyed about this was so he is a werewolf, right? And we know mm-hmm. that because we saw him as a baby. And so when the moon comes, she has this, she calls it the little room, the little bedroom. Yeah, like tiny bedroom. Yeah. And they go in there and it, he gets chained up, which is like, oof. Yeah. <laughs> what did you say, Kat? You're like, any other situation, this is bad. Yeah, like this is full, like if any, like if anyone saw this, they'd be like, he's not a werewolf, you're just abusing him. But in this very specific scenario, it's like, all right, I get it. He does. Exactly this is for both his safety and yours. Um, but yeah, chaining your child up in a tiny room that's hidden behind a bookshelf usually <laughs> yeah, is like good. just abuse. Like there's no excusing it unless your child's a werewolf. Um, PSA. You which, is, here. which is hard to prove. <laughs> yes. Unless yes. it's the time of the full moon. But let yeah. me tell you, imagine... Like, I don't know what the equivalent for Brazil's DHS is, but imagine they find that tiny room. They take this child away. Child goes full werewolf. And mom's like, I said, like, what do you mean? Y'all are all dead now. He ate you. He comes to get mom, saves the day. Um, But like, imagine that's where my mind went. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, when when people do see it, eventually it's like, this complication because it is around the time when he is changing and he's like it's tough because it's one of those issues again with parents withholding information because Mm -hmm. they think a kid doesn't have it and he is very much he he knows that he's missing something yeah he knows he's missing his other mom he mm-hmm. doesn't know who his dad is. He has friends who have parents. He's not allowed to go anywhere. He has to go to Tiny Room. Once a yeah. month, he can't go to the dance with the girl he likes. Because it's during a full moon. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's hard. And I feel like that's where, you know, communication <laughs> would help. I, I There's only so much you can really explain to, like, a seven-year-old. Yeah. But I think, like, giving him a little bit, you know, Um so he knows what his own power is. Yeah. Like this he is, gets he's just different, like but like it's not – he doesn't have enough of the context. It's like when parents kind of wait too long to tell their kids Santa isn't real, but with mm. high stakes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The stakes are he could eat his friend. And he did. Um, and he did. Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> so um, – but she like – I one thing I liked about this whole like werewolf situation is that um, he, he – uh, still has the werewolf stuff yeah like it doesn't just recede like the hair doesn't just go away yeah and he's human now like which what happens like instead he's like still hairy and his nails are still long so she like painstakingly every morning after his transition will shave him 
and then cut down his nails and make sure that he looks presentable and human to go out and do his life, which is like, I feel like he should know that that's not normal. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely get this energy that like he kind of gets that he's a little bit different, but doesn't understand the danger factor, like doesn't understand that like. Because he doesn't remember what happens in the transformation, just like his mom did it. Or like, there's like this kind of gap. So he's just like, why? I don't like, I don't understand. But Mm -hmm. there's definitely, you do wish that she gave him a little bit more information like this. But I guess he didn't want him to like feel like a outsider or uh, like blame himself for his other mom's death. Yeah. It's like it's interesting because <laughs> there's um yeah there's an article by Medium um, on Medium.com uh-huh. in their film reviews. It is nice. titled "Film Review: Good Manners 2017" by Josephine Maria Yanasak Leshinsky. Leshinsky, cool. And um, there's. Literally, like, the one part that I want to highlight mostly is just the logline at the top. And it says, known primarily as a lesbian werewolf movie, Good Manners transforms rapidly into a film about chosen family. Because I really feel like in the midst of, you know, because, like, with with Spiral, it was like, this is a queer film. Yeah. This is about the queer experience, right? Uh Thelma was like, this girl's finding herself. It also happens that she's attracted to this woman. Mm-hmm. and in love with her yeah this one was like there is a queer romance in here but it's just so normal <laughs> like it's yeah. it's like everything about them is like this is just what their life is that it's not like big right and i think yeah. that's beautiful and then changing it into like it is definitely about chosen family because like they choose each other um they're from different worlds right like mm-hmm. Anna being super rich and car um being more like you know paycheck to paycheck mm-hmm. life right like couldn't pay her rent mm-hmm. um to you know her being a single mom to a kid of the woman that she loved yeah and it was like and that's really and it became like all the love she had for anna was then put into joelle mm-hmm. like a hundred percent like she was just yeah. like I, you are my child. Like, there's no, like, and that's a part of why she wouldn't tell him what happened to the mom. Mm-hmm. Or, like, who Trying her, to, like, his protect real mom him was. Yeah. From, like, it was the like, fact I don't want that... him to know that. Mm-hmm. And she probably also saw, like, the umbilical cord, so she knew, like, you did. Like, it was, like, this was to save him. Like, mm-hmm. he had to get out of there. Um, and... I think in loving Anna kind of saw like the non-monstrous side of the fact that werewolf is a thing that exists. Um, mm-hmm. Like, cause yeah. she still loved Anna like wholeheartedly even and like helped her through the fact that she was dealing with this transition more so than being like, Oh no, scared werewolf. We must call the priest or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like an outsider reacted to the news. Yeah. One of the other musical singers, mm-hmm. um, yeah, there's like um in in this article there's another part I wanted to to mm-hmm. mention and it's specifically that like this film primarily is focusing on women. Uh-huh. Like there's very little men in this film and when they're there they're not positive, right? Like Joel is our young little boy and he's mm-hmm. impressionable and he is influenced by his friend 
who has like a dad who's like whatever they're kids you know mm-hmm. and like that's all we really see of like that's all joelle sees as far as like men are concerned mm-hmm. but like in the past we know about Anna's dad being crappy we know about the fiance being crappy we know about the padre who didn't help in the padre in this town who's also kind of sketchy mm-hmm. and so you're like never was there any good men which is like <laughs> super exciting Love that. Uh, But the the article says, the overall absence of men in the film is not felt, but the binary rules enforce a kind of cold, warm, and evil good opposition that bears more criticism. Anna's father provides money, but is controlling and absent. Cold. The father of a nearby town, the priest, kicks off certain events in the film, possibly abusing his position while betraying it evil the women Mm. in the film are mothers first anna who refuses an abortion then clara who becomes a mother herself warm and i definitely felt that like i it it took reading that to be like actually you're so right article um because like the neighbors and her friends all women Mm -hmm. the little girl likes the boy girl Right. Like I was like, there's no like the lady in the store, the other rude lady in the store, like yeah. all women. Yeah, and it was the only a heavily time I saw men were flashbacks or in words. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, there were not very many male like staff, I guess, like on set in terms of actors. Uh, mm-hmm. and you and even in opportunities where they could have included like a male presence, they went uh animated. Yeah. So that was cool. And I was like, that's so cool. Like, um, because I was, like, excited. I was like, we don't need to to see that person. Like, we don't need to see his transformation. Because mm-hmm. it's not about him, the story. He's just yeah. a means. And I think, like, it's, it's a representation of, like, he is just this 2D thing. Right? Yeah. Like, he's just a memory. This situation is just a memory. It's just something that happened to me. He, that's why I'm remembering it this way. We're not going to exist in that space. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. No, I really, I, this film was fantastic. I was so pleasant. Like, not that I thought it wasn't going to be good, but like, I didn't know. I was like, I know that we were excited to watch this, but you know, I didn't have many set expectations going in. Um, mm-hmm. And I was totally blown away. Like it was just fantastically filmed, fantastically acted. This kid did a great job dealing with being mm-hmm. a werewolf the ending yeah. was so beautiful slash stressful um in that you yeah. have like this moment where claire is able to get him to recognize her as like his mom while he's transformed like he is in full werewolf time and is able to like sing him back to i guess like mentality that like he or she is not the enemy um Mm -hmm. and they like stand up to fight together and i just thought that was really beautiful it was like recognizing even though like when he was like fighting with her throughout this like trying to understand what he is who he is and like what his history is um you get this like recognizing that you know we are family the chosen family as you said and like you are my mom and i recognize you even when i am in a like murderous state when i am full Mm -hmm. werewolf like you are the only one who could have pulled me back from that and that was like really beautiful yeah and that she's like i'm gonna take care of you yeah like like, you've made these mistakes and you're in trouble we're both in trouble and it's never once like a okay now we're gonna fight kind of thing like or i told you so or like you should have listened Mm -hmm. to me like she's never lecturing him she's like 
okay, let's, she sings him the song that her mom, that his mom sang to him and loved. Mm -hmm. And he reaches out his little werewolf paw and they hold hands. And it was like the cutest thing in the world. I was like weeping. (laughs) Yeah. She's always like fighting for his best interests. Like in terms of, as you said, like she doesn't really scold him. She's just like, we're, I need you to do enough to survive. And then we can talk about it afterwards Mm -hmm. like when he is kind of like putting himself in danger in certain scenarios like she's actively like not like we're gonna fight about this she's like i'm going to make sure you are safe and we will talk about it when it is safe to talk about it essentially um and that was really cool to me to like just see that kind of like really protective i guess strong parenting style instead of like we're gonna argue about this and that's gonna (laughs) end up with something bad happening instead it is like I know what you need to do to be okay. And we're going to achieve that. And that like, it's very much a trauma response. So mm-hmm. like, that's what you're supposed to do. Like, you're not supposed to argue with your kid when they're having a tantrum because yeah. they are not present in understand. Like that in terms of like trauma informed practices, you are not supposed to argue or like rationalize with a child who is basically like losing it, who is screaming or like adamantly, like clearly upset. You're supposed mm-hmm. to get them to a calm state first then discuss what happens. So you definitely like see that. And I think it kind of ties back to that whole, like she's cared for people. She's cared for her mom when she was sick. She took care of Anna or Anna, right? Yep. Yes. Okay. She took care of Anna and she was like really, much, like very able to like take care of people and see them for who they are. And that was really cool. Like, I don't think she received trauma informed practice training, but she did all <laughs> the right stuff. Yeah, she definitely had it, like, instinctually. Like, the fact that Uh she, like, the way she responded to Anna when she had that kind of pained reaction in that first meeting was, like, that's her instinct is to help Mm -hmm. and to kind of be like, okay, let's analyze. What is the problem? Let's fix it. Here are the steps. Keep Mm -hmm. a level head. And she has that all the time. And I think it's, like, we could very easily get the cliched, like, evil baby story yeah. With this, right? Like, the fact that he does end up being a part of, like, being the reason why his mother's dead. Like, it's so easy to write a story where he's inherently evil because he is this creature. Like, that's what we're trying to represent here. But instead, it was just another version of the other. Yeah. And it was like, you know, they're going to be stigmatized. And, like, on the surface, right? Like, if we take away the the fact that he is a werewolf. It's that this is a mother who is traumatized. This is not her kid. (laughs) Like, she lost the person she loved, the only person who understood her and saw her for who she is. And, like, that she'll... The only person she'll ever honestly love besides this kid, right? And then there's this kid who doesn't... Who has one mom who he doesn't look like and, like, you know, isn't understood and he's, like, you know, closed off and closeted because his mom is so... um, you know, overprotective because also he was premature. <laughs> like yeah. he was arguably one, he's also dealing with trauma too. So like he has his own moments where if you argued that like the loss of his mom and the premature nature of his birth uh caused like infant level trauma because like his yeah. the process of his birth definitely was a traumatic birth. Um mm-hmm. and this feeling that like one he did lose his other mom where he's like kind of processing that realizing he's different from everyone else and if like his tantrums were just like at night near the time where he was born he just had like fits yeah it would be a very similar movie even if it doesn't involve the werewolf end 
Yeah, because, I mean, what happened was he was born premature. His mom died in childbirth. Mm -hmm. That happens, right? And then she's the parent that's left behind who has to grapple with, like, I lost my partner and my love and your parent. And also continue to love you and not hold you accountable. <laughs> like, even though, like, as just a natural human thing, you kind of do that, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's like if you – because, I mean, technically, if you weren't here, that person would still be alive, right? Yeah. Um, so there, there's a lot to grapple with that. And I just think, you know, when you're kind of peeling away the layers and you take off the layer of supernatural werewolf transformations and such, you're really just getting this story about, like, a mom who is – dealing with the loss of her partner and, you know, loving her kid who's like rebelling and striking out because life is complicated. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's done so beautifully. And to put that, it's, I think it's a refreshing way to look at the other and to look at werewolves because it's not, you know, the classic, you know, puberty tale. It's not Mm -hmm. masculine. Yeah. It's, it's not overtly masculine, which werewolves tend to be right Mm -hmm. like it's not like you know you get hair everywhere and you rage out and it's like your testosterone right it's not Mm -hmm. that (laughs) he's just like this happens to me and then i get like you know spa treatment from my loving parent and like i just have these real emotions and i'm a kid Mm -hmm. and i think that's awesome and uh, yeah definitely one of my favorite films um i know that the um horror queers talked highly about it and so i was even more excited (laughs) like Mm -hmm. uh, because i was like we're gonna do this and they're like yes um and i was like okay good i made a good decision and (laughs) definitely did um so definitely check it out if you are interested in you know spending again two hours but it doesn't feel that way the cg is awesome uh the acting is phenomenal it is beautiful you feel for these characters like they're so weird they're so peculiar Mm -hmm. and so real <laughs> like people are weird and it's they're all like very, beautiful in that yeah human they're all very mm-hmm. human and which is funny you know that they're <laughs> but you like you know that they're actors but it was like i feel like sometimes even when you get movies you get like the sensationalized version of it and i feel like the film made it very raw and genuine um instead of like sensationalized or like embellished or kind of like it kind of just felt like we were like spectators watching life unfold instead of like mm. this was written to be sending a certain kind of, I don't know, you know, like yeah. kind of fancy times. This is a box office movie. We're pushing a specific agenda or whatever or like a story. And it was like, no, this is just like raw human time with werewolves yeah. plus werewolves. Yeah. It was like a glimpse into so, like a kind of voyeuristic, like you're just happening upon this person's life. Yeah. And there's musicals in it. Yeah, the musical um, parts were fun. <laughs> like the categories. Uh, right. Like they had anima- animation. They had musicals. They also, had- she could sing. Yeah, she the was, main they, character. was so crazy. Yeah, like, beautiful voice. And there was like a beautiful song too about uh-huh. the song was like, this is what the film is about. It's about how hard it is to be a mom. <laughs> like, it's yeah. so hard because I love you so much. And, and you I just want to do world. what's best for you. And you're going to do what you got to do. And I just have to keep loving you despite yeah. that. And it hurts to to I literally bleed for you. And like, you know, for the song, it's like figuratively. You know? It's a song about what it's like to have a Timmy 
who's actively <laughs> trying to go out into the world and die. And you're like, no, yeah. I love you so much. Stop it. You're doing danger. <laughs> Can't I just keep you inside and safe? And it's like, no. It's yeah, not. You, gotta, you have to let them go outside. Because yeah. otherwise, isolation. Yeah, if you never let anything happen to them, then nothing will happen to They're them. They're going to go crazy when they get to college if they live that long. That was a quote from Dory in Finding Nemo. <laughs> She yeah. said, if you never let anything happen to him, then nothing will ever happen to him. And Marlon's like, I'm not seeing the problem. <laughs> She's like, dude, give him some space. Yeah. Um, anyway, that was our review <laughs> in depth of Good Manners, uh, yeah. which is phenomenal. Again, uh, foreign, so don't let subtitles keep you away from another phenomenal film. Yeah. Um, this one definitely, like, I... Yeah, it's definitely my favorite in the series so far. <laughs> I yeah. really liked it. Everyone should watch it. 100%. I don't have any critiques. Um, Same. Yeah, no, that's... <laughs> it's been a minute. It's been a minute since, like, we left a film just like, no, nah, that was great. Everything was wonderful. I loved it. Five out of five. Like, yeah. no critiques. Keep everything yeah. the same. Great job. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't I know, remember there... the last time that's happened. I feel like yeah. this is a moment. I think Sorry to Bother You was the last one. True, true. Because we really loved Sorry to Bother You. I don't think it was there's just anything a I didn't like. Um, yeah. And you know what? The Clara, the main character, is darker skinned. And they do some really amazing, beautiful lighting for mm. her. Yes. So exciting. Like, just, it's so possible. Like, <laughs> let's get some more, like, melanin in there. <laughs> yeah. It's going to look so great. And she was phenomenal. And it's like, why does Brazil have this? America, get it together. That's um, so real. <laughs> So with that note, uh, don't get married. Delete your kids. Delete your kids. Or your kids delete other kids. Yeah, Um, or your kids are werewolves. Bust out of you. Ooh. Cliche supernatural style. I knew it was gonna happen. Yeah. I already told Gabe, I said, I texted her after this. I was like, okay. I want werewolf baby, but if I don't, if I have werewolf baby, I will be dead and can't raise werewolf baby. So if you have werewolf baby, I will take care of you, werewolf baby and be best mom. Uh, so yeah, and I said alive. I wanted the werewolf baby. So, so reverse yeah. scenario. Yeah, and then we asked our partners if they were secretly werewolves, and hers gave her a very definitive answer, whereas mine did not. He was like, "I'm not a werewolf." <laughs> And yours was like, like, why are you asking? (laughs) I'm not. What are you talking about? He didn't say that. He didn't even say I'm not a werewolf. He didn't. He couldn't even say it. Did he go up the steps like a wolf? Because I feel like that's something he would (laughs) do immediately afterwards. He'd be like, I'm going up the steps normal, and then be he howls at the top. That sounds right. Honestly, <laughs> probably. I just kind of take everything with a grain of salt now. Yeah. Um, but yes, we will see you next week. Uh, we got <laughs> two more episodes week. in this queer horror. So stay tuned. Factuals. Let us know what you think. Remember to like and subscribe and comment and just send us love. Uh, email, at a, email us. Ghoulsnextdoor.gmail.com. Mm-hmm. We will respond even if it takes multiple uh drafts to make sure we say everything <laughs> yeah we will we will we will respond we respond to everything um but we love you and your werewolf children yeah so goodbye bye